Great rising. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast, I'd like to say welcome. And I realized it's been a little minute since I um, came on here, maybe a couple of weeks. I was trying to get back and ensuring that I was consistent and coming and posting every week. And for some uh, pronoun. I don't know if I said that word right. Reason I haven't recorded on my podcast. I think it's my energy. I have so I have so much going on. I don't even stop sometimes if this is any clue. I don't even stop sometimes to think about everything that I have going on because then I feel overwhelmed or anxious. I just, I'm just moving, right? I'm just moving forward. There is a whole list, a whole slew of things that I have going on. And I'm just like, uh, I should be planning and writing it out how I want things to go. But it's so, when I start to do it, I really get overwhelmed with all of it. And I just rather just dive right in um just it's one of those things when they call you I've been called um um a uh, what's the word like a trailblazer and that's exactly how my mind and and my actions go forward like I just trailblaze and when I mean trailblaze it's just like diving right in there's not a lot of questions asked there's there's a lot of things to be done we're just gonna go with the we're gonna just go with the flow of it like there's a vision I can there's a vision I want to come to pass there's things that I see in my head some things that can be brought into fruition other things get forgotten about because it's just a constant moving forward it's a constant go-go and so um I do like to uh have my time, right? Me time. And eventually I'll be able, I'm going to be taking vacations and truly getting some um real grounding time with um nature and just with traveling. Traveling tends to do that for me, seeing different scenery, uh scen- sceneries, different demographics, water, mountains. Those things always um bring me into a um, a space where I feel small in the scheme of all things. And I like to feel small, <laughs> Some, you know, when it comes to that, like, not, it's like, it just, it's liberating to know that it's things that are so much greater than I am. And it makes me uh, feel so much, you know, so complete in everything that I do, knowing that I'm just a small piece of it, right? Just a small piece that is in the grand scheme of all the puzzle pieces coming together and creating and doing as as we all should when we follow our passions and our purposes and walk through the journey of life. <coughs> We're all moving pieces, right? And um, energetically. And these, so, you know, when I get to this point where I start to feel overwhelmed or it's, it seems like it's too much or maybe I'm taking on too much, then grounding myself and which the weekend, of course, which is the time given, 
gives me the opportunity to relax, to to just chill, sit back. And yes, although there is a slew of things to do, like my list is full. I'm kind like there's so much. I don't sit and and just work constant on it. I have to like detach from it, cleanse my energy. When when I say cleanse my energy, it could be just chill out, take a bath, take a shower, you know, um um sometimes reflect or look um now that I reactivated all my social media platforms like I've had an opportunity to reflect and look at my page like I scrolled down I think it took me a couple hours actually to get down to like just 10 years ago now I personally have had some of my social media platforms since oh my god um not to, no joke like 2007 2008 when it first you know when it was first getting so going back so far right going back so far and and it's so funny because I haven't went back that far like I do not scroll back that far on my page to see what I've posted um I've tried to attempted it and every time that I've gotten I've I've this other day I went maybe further back than I have in a long time like uh ever since you know and it was taking a minute to even uh reload some of those photos because it's like in on the internet but it's way past but I realized the further and further I go back the more religious I was extremely religious and the further and then the now the nuance of me (laughs) I'm more like spiritual but I'm more like you know earthy and 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 just living on a a more of a free realm um I mean it 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 goes back and forth I I you you see real extremely religious uh spiritual and then there's a part of me having fun partying and then extremely spiritual religious and then a part of me partying and then you where I'm at now is like spiritual not religious and just following my passion and things that that I I'm proud to reflect onto the world and it's um it's something when you have social media or you have pictures or you have these devices now that can take you back or things that you've done throughout the time. Um, you, you have videos and pictures and memories of those things that keep you connected to those things. And so um, I, to be honest, when I am on social media, and I think I've said it before, I really um, don't scroll on people's pages. <laughs> and I don't know what that says to others about me. I, I really can't think too much into what it does say. I really only scroll on mine. I watch my videos over and over and over, scroll down my pages and like look at things that I've said, look at comments that were made on things that like it's all about me. <laughs> to be honest, it um and it's not like about me personally because I am I my cup runs over and so I give and I and I 
educate and I learn lessons and and all of those things. But when I'm saying it's all about me, it's like I am so to me for myself, I am entertaining all for my on my own. Like I enjoy watching me. I enjoy looking at myself. I enjoy looking at the fruits of my labor. I enjoy watching my post. I enjoy it. So for me to enjoy it so much, I know others are too. And it kind of sometimes kind of scares me sometimes at the point of how obsessed with myself or watching something of myself I could be like over and over and over and over. And I don't know how many people are like this, but I believe I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the only one. But then it sometimes scares me to know that there may be someone, not me, right? Someone watching me like that out here and watching me over and over or watching a video of me over and over. And I'm like, no, there is no way. Like, I can be into myself like that, but there cannot be someone into me like that. There is not a, no one into me like that. I can't believe it, right? But my instance, my internal sense says, yes, believe it. If you're that much into you, there are others that much into you. And I'm like, wow. And I have seen proof over the years when I've had people reach out that might have seen me in the street and they'll run into me and they'll say, I hadn't seen you post in a long time or I can't find your page and I really enjoy your videos. That was like a random scenario. And then I had, when I was posting a lot about church and religious factors and organized religion, and I was posting a lot of scripture and Bible studies. I used to post Bible studies 15 years ago. And uh, I had people reach out then when I moved on from that, doing that and say, hey, you know, you, I really enjoyed those. They really helped me. So one of the things that I'm, I guess I'm realizing is the impact that I bring. And when I take my energy away from something or if I remove that thing, um, the impact that that might bring too, being that I'm no longer putting energy into that particular circuit or into that particular topic or that thing. And so that means that person is kind of like whoever is attached to that or whoever you uh, connects with it, right, then feels, you know, um, left out or um, forgotten about or missing, you know, that part, they miss that part. And so, um, and in this case of my energy or of me, and I never realized the impact that that could have on, but then I can't care too much about it. And it's so funny because a guy friend of mine sent me a book, uh, audio book, called um, The Art of Not Giving a F, right? And <laughs> it had some really valid points. But what, what some of the great things, and I know 
um, between him and I, he was being funny <laughs> on some on the inserts that he was sending me because of our our dynamic that we have. However, reading or listening to the audiobook in whole in its entirety really had um, brought some real good points up. And then, but what I'm trying to say at, at this point is just, you know, I really can't care too much, right, about who is attached to my energy or who uh, wants me to do certain things or things that I, or even myself, right, things that I need to accomplish. And I believe, I, I'm glad that I listened to the audio, but and um, before I get off of here, I'll make sure to bring up, I believe, the author. But if you want to listen to the audio or pick up the book yourself, because it may help you, right? You may be one who overthinks or people pleases or anything like that. Uh, it is called The Art of Not Giving a Blank, F blank U-C-K or Oops, I said the whole thing, didn't I? F blank C-K. Um, <laughs> um, and, but anyway, what I was saying that for is the fact that I can't really get caught up. And that's why I use my weekend. I mean, even my students know I'm, I might grade their work on the weekend. I'll update the grades before the new week starts. But that's dictated on how I feel, like how much rest I feel like I need or how much other th- how many other things that I want to do or that I have to do that day or but they just know that just know that it will get done. It's same thing with me being off social media and I know I used to post exercise videos. People were into those. Uh, and then other people would see them and they start doing the exercise video. So even if I'm just a channel, right, to channel energy and to, con- to bring my ideas to fruition. And because I am am a trailblazer and I'm constantly moving forward and being cont- catapulted forward in my passions and the things that I desire and things I want to uh, entertain or do or be of entertaining of, um, it's not going to stay the same. That's the thing about me, right? Like, I'm ever evolving and changing and learning and growing because that's my life. That's what I am here to do. That's either to teach lessons, but on the different levels and, and to call out cycles on so many different realms and also to communicate those things. But to stay stagnant, or in a repeat, or doing the same thing over and over and over, that's, that isn't me, right? That isn't me. However, I believe that one of the things that I do do well is bring so much energy and enlightenment to a thing, right? And then that thing, someone comes to take it over or... Now that thing is better having me have been there, right? Um, even in relationships, <laughs> like not, it doesn't have to be like right at, right now. I might I might be talking about 
the education system or the fact that I'm a dance coach. I'm not going to be a dance coach forever. Or the fact that I used to lead ministries. I'm not, I didn't do that. That's not something in that particular ministry that I'm going to be there forever. Or the fact that I did exercise videos is not something that I'm going to be known to do forever. Or the fact that I wrote books, right? It's, it's, something I accomplished is something that I've done. It's something that I experienced, but it doesn't mean that that's something that that's my one thing that I'm going to do forever. And that's what I have learned, even teaching. Like I'm late in my, I believe in the career sector to entertain education at this point, but this is something that has brings that brings so much passion that I don't know how long I'm going to do it. Right? I can't see myself walking away, but then I am constantly asked, are you going to be here 5 years? Are you going to be here 10 years? Are you going to be here next year? Are you going to be here? And yeah, as of now I'm here. The next year I'm I I plan to possibly come back, right? Because one of the things that I have found with even the education is the door is all ultimately always revolving. So the kids grow and new kids come and it's constant and that change in that in that energetic exchange and the teaching of that is like is the is the nuance and it feeds my ability or my passion or my desire or my gifting, whatever you want to put that label on, it feeds the need to expand or move from that point, right? Because this new people, it's new groups, it's new challenges, it's new sectors. And so it's kind of like, I don't know how long, right? I I just, I haven't thought about how long that I'm going to be doing it. And I believe that I would be doing it for the rest of my life because I'm a lifelong learner. I love to learn. I love to grow. But do I want to keep teaching the same subject or do I want to stay in the same arena? Do I want to make it easier or better or am I going to get... Um, am I going to be jaded or tired of it? And um, what I had came on here for and what sparked the fact that I was going to go ahead and record a segment this uh, just now, you know, uh, as it's, you know, in the middle of the night. And I'm wide awake because I went to bed so early and and I have so and look, even now I could say I have so much to do this next week. We, um, I'm doing uh, dance tryouts for uh, the middle school girls that are coming over to be high school girls uh, next school year. And so they're, uh, they get to try out. They come and try out. And I'll be teaching them a dance. And I'm also, you know, getting things ready for a parent night I'm having, and then also getting things ready for fundraising that we're doing before school ends. Then also, on top of all of that, I have Thoughts of a Black Girl, right? And I have the podcast, and I have the youth explosion coming up, and so I have to get the volunteers on board for that and those who are going to be showing up 
and um, and actually helping with that event and so and on so many facets I could just be like I don't want to do this like what is this being done for why do I feel I have to make such an impact or why do I feel I have to go out here and and do these things and, and help the community in this way or make this impact in such this grand way or give my money away or put my energy and money into this why 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 do I feel called and compelled to make such a big difference what does it matter and really it ultimately I suppose to answer it it's like it gives me a sense of validation um, it, and, and not that I can just sit at home and just be right and do a lot of energy and spiritual work and feel I've made my impact energetically and that's all I need to do but it's more so just the call for greatness the call to do or be or teach things in the space and the time frame given because why else would I be here? <laughs> why else would I be here? And that's how I think. What else would I be here? It would if not to feed any guilty or selfish treasures that what would be the purpose of coming to do work on earth what would be the purpose of coming to earth period and maybe it's and i don't believe we come to earth not to work i don't become, believe we come to just be being minute now yes everyone has a job to do on earth whether it is to cause to break cycles to cause cause things to happen, to be a trigger, or to be triggered, so that cycles within bloodline, or maybe karma, or, or just to be an impact, to break cycles, to break those things, I don't know, right, everyone has their, their thing, many are called, few are chosen, and I don't, and even though that is scripture, those words are and I see it. I see the call on people. I see I have people that I've connected to in my here and now that energetically can align and can make the moves and the impact that um, purpose and the chosen ones are meant to make. But they steadily run from the call or they steadily allow themselves to get stuck in repetitive cycles because they have been jaded or they are complacent or they're comfortable having the control of the life that they believe they feel most comfortable having because it doesn't challenge them or bring or make them have to step up or make them have to be better. And so I've seen it all day long. And, and if sometimes, when, especially when my heart is involved, I want to see the movement. I 
I want to see the movement. I want to see the the passion sparked. I want to see the cycles broken. I want to see the people that, especially the ones that I know that are chosen to step into their calling and walk forth and not be afraid and not be held back or not get too complacent and, and not to fail these tests. And so I said that because also for myself, I, I, I reactivated social media, like I had said, and I still had my, no, don't get me wrong, I still have Thoughts of Black Girl, right? Those pages I didn't delete. I still have, I still had YouTube um, because I am still like learning, watching videos sometimes um, about the spiritual realm or about things that I'm into, which is, I mean, I'm usually bombarded with like, <laughs> uh, astrology and numerology and things like that but um outside of all of that right and I try not to get so wrapped up in it because it becomes a part of so a part of my everyday that it becomes a part of my life and then I'm giving that information on to the others that they may not be ready for some of that (laughs) right And I've noticed that a lot of times that I get so excited about something that I've learned or seen or made sense to me and I want to share it because that's who I am. And then I find that maybe I share it prematurely or I shared it to the wrong person. And it's not to say that it's the wrong person, but maybe the wrong time for that person to have gotten that knowledge because they weren't ready to receive that knowledge. And all it ultimately did was scare them or give them a very abstract view of who I am or maybe even think, oh, she's she's crazy or she's beyond me or she. No, when really. I'm studying things that you're unaware of. And when I spark your mind to even um, uh, even entertain the knowing of it, you're afraid because people are usually afraid of things that they don't know or things that they can't control (laughs) or things that they've not experienced before. I mean, it's natural human ability and it's also natural human to for people to be intimidated, intimidated by things that seem more powerful than them or more wiser or in a or able to. So anyway, um, I when I reactivated my social media, I I realized there was a certain time, especially six months ago, where I was posting a lot of videos, a lot of content, dancing, you know, being my beautiful, beautiful sexual self. Uh, And I say sexual because um, I exert that. That's natural human uh, tendencies and not natural human, not and I won't even say human nature. pure nature uh, for us to be um, for there to be some type of reproducing or sexual content uh, connotation when it comes to us because it's just a humanistic not even humanistic uh, just an animalistic thing Um, pure pure animal instincts it's pure instincts to 
to be attracted to the opposite sex. It's pure instincts to see something that is very attractive. And so when I activated my page, it also, my pages, it also re, you know, show, has my videos and, and uh, my dances and just different things about me, aspects of me that I enjoy being doing uh, and sharing list viewing. And so, yes, and in turn, it also reactivated my, the thirstiness, right, of men that will come into uh, a direct message or messenger or things like that. And so um, there is a particular one that I, and I want, only want to bring it up because I believe that this for me is a sign of being jaded when it comes to being jaded in love. And I attempted to uh, give him an opportunity. He's been trying for some time and most men do, uh, tend to try or, you know, seek or, or hunt, um, as they are instinctly to do, see something they want, see something they like, see something they want to try. Right. And so they pursue it. And so for me, I'm aware of the pursuit. I'm aware of the, that I'm attractive. And I also am aware that if a man hasn't got a chance to be in my presence, and that's something that they desire, then unless they find something else, they're going to continue to press or come towards or seek after or hunt or whatever it may be. And, um, this particular gentleman sent me a message to let me know that he was into me still that he's he was into me six months ago or or a year ago or a couple years ago he wanted to date me or take me out and that he was still interested and I thought about it I thought about it and I um and you know gave him a time to call me but I realized I was busy at that time too and I don't know if he called but I don't believe he called I don't know because I did see a number pop up on my on my phone but this is what happened the number that the unfamiliar number pops up on my phone and it's not at the time that I told the gentleman to call me so I assume it's, it's actually 10 minutes prior to that time so I assume that's not him and if it is he'll leave a voicemail or send a text to confirm that he called me well, that didn't happen. And so I was like, okay, well, he didn't call. He has my number or says he has my number from, I guess I gave it to him a while back and uh, nothing. So then the next day that phone, uh, the next day was the weekend and that number called my phone again. And I seen it was the same number. And I was like, okay, this probably could be him. But I had the missed call and I didn't get a chance to answer it. So I didn't answer it. And I said, at this point, no, I'm not talking to this guy. I'm not talking to this guy because, for one, he didn't call when I told him to call. And two, I really don't want to entertain him. 
Like, what is the purpose? And so then I started to analyze. Am I jaded in love? Because I ultimately don't see the purpose in frivolous dating or talking to someone that I don't that I know that I would be talking to only a to get my mind off other things or b to fill time up well one I don't want to have someone be a space filler that's not fair to them ultimately just because I don't want to think about somebody else or another situation. B, if I don't see long-term in this, if I don't see the plan or I see the the end goal being, okay, you ultimately want to have sex, you, the sex ends up turning into you want to control something in my life or you want to be a fixture in my life or you want to do something in my life, to switch things up or start controlling in some type of way or making your presence stay like, and that's not what I want. So a, I'm not going to use you as a space filler to get my mind off of something else because that's what people do. And you don't heal that way. You don't grow that way. You don't get to expand that way. And B, I'm not for the wasted time or energy. So what would be the goal? Because if the goal is to have sex, I don't want to do that. So what? why are you coming towards me? Why? Are, so does that mean I'm jaded in love? Because on some aspects, I'm like, I would just rather just have a friend that I can talk to, that I can trust, that I can share details intimate details about myself or share things with that can give me honest true feedback and this friend if they're cool enough or if it's good enough or if it's or if we click right and it's then maybe this is a friend that I want to I might want to travel with but if not that's okay too like, if I feel like traveling with someone, this would be a fat friend for me. But not someone that's just looking to have sex and then control the narrative. No. And I don't believe, or just wanting the sexual encounter. I don't want that either. So where am I in the spectrum of love then? I can give love, but am I able to receive it? I can think about what's best for me and everything that I have going on and really truly want a partner to help and 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 stride with these through these things with me as as a partner as someone I can build with, right? And then also be sexually attracted to them and also relinquish any type of control factors and them relinquish any type of control factors so that we can just be and it feels good to be and it feels honest and pure. And so that is rare to find and I thought 
that. And and sometimes you can think or believe that that's what you have found or that's what you obtained. But if that person isn't there with you, then obviously it was just some a glimpse of something. But it wasn't the real thing. Because if the real thing, you would think something real would be felt on both spectrums throughout. So then, I believe that we can, and I have, jaded in the fact of love being that it ultimately is something that ends up being used as a tactic to control, to manipulate, to get what you want. But when does it become something where you're genuinely trying to share and build on the consensus of the good of all things and all people and all and like in in every in essence of just and it doesn't be selfish, right? So in the essence of just allowing and just being free and and being open to that flow of love and the flow of nuance, new things and tra- and just the things that you get to explore and no one being jealous or or controlling or trying to make something or make or force something, right? And it's just an allowing in that space and then two coming and wanting to build together and coming up with plans together. It seems so fun, right? It seems so exciting. But to really have that and the other and with two, you know, with more than just yourself, but like really to have that with yourself. Yes. And and for me, I'm like, yes, because I trust myself. I know myself. I love myself. I will spend time with myself. I work hard. I don't know who can work, who, you know, will match that energy. I'm, I'm a free spirit. I have fun. Who's going to match that energy? I, I post sometimes and say some risky things. Who's going to match that energy, right? Without trying to diminish it, belittle it, take it away, control it, critique it, remove it, be <laughs> manipulated, like, Get, take from it, consume it, so it's only theirs. Like, how, what, or what being would be able to match what I'm, what I desire in someone? And it has to be more than just the sexual aspect, because it's like, what, what are you going to really offer me if you're not able to match my energy? If if I don't want to just have a sexual connection or be manipulated or feel like I'm being controlled or feel like I'm something I'm in competition with other people or or I have to fight for your affection or your time or or you have to fight for mine because I really don't want to be around you like that like why why would I and that's how I kind of look at these situations of these guys that reach out to me or in, in the love sector, it's just like, why do I want to entertain you? I can pour into you. I can help you see. I can have that conversation with you. 
or if you if you but I can read I can kind of like read things like it's like do do I want to be deep with you all the time and feel like I have to help and steer you in the right direction I can be that but that's not all I am right so I'm not going to be able to just be someone to to counsel you and and pour into you if I can on a yeah I can as a friend or as, as an encounter of once in a blue moon right but I can't on a daily basis partner or side with someone that I feel that I would have to counsel each and every single day and if I do that they would not have the capacity to pour back into me on the level that I need because they're not at my level, right? So then what's the point of that? And then I'm filling my own cup. And I've done that before. I have done that. And I've and I've waged and battled with my own partner, you know, even though ultimately we wanted the same thing out of life. But we could not get into the same accord on how because there was too much. And I can't say one trying to control a a scenario more than the other. It was just too much trying to control the behavior, what you wear, where you go, how you act, where you say. No, that is not life. That's not life living. And that's not life worth living. Not to me. So evolving and and for me, I looked up the word jaded and love and I was like, I guess I must be right. I might be jaded in that area because my my students is so funny. They're, they're constantly like, are you single, Miss Smith? You got a man? You 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 I'm like, no. And I start thinking about. And that's the negative connotation and I have to release it. I don't know how to release it, but I start thinking about all the things that I don't like about a relationship or all the things I don't like about being with someone. And all I can think of is my own experiences. And so, which is a realization, even an epiphany and realization I have even now is the fact that I have to release or relinquish the idea that I have around relationships, the idea that I have around partnerships, the idea that I have around being in a committed situationship or being with the opposite gender is like, or being with anyone in, I don't want to just put it on how, you know, I am, my pronouns is she, her, but I don't want to put that on anyone, you know, forcing, it's just relationships with people in general. All right. And I don't when I when my students, you know, ask me about my relationship status and I'm like, I'm I'm single, I'm, you know, whatever, you know, I don't have anyone. And then they be like, you don't have no sneaky link. You don't have this. No, I don't have anyone. I don't have anyone. And now that doesn't mean that I don't love someone. Yes, I have love. I, I am, I have love for, um, friends and men that I have been with. My ex-husband have love for him there. And he, and I don't think he's unattractive. He's still an attractive man, 
But the in love, do I want to partner? No, absolutely not. That's not, no, Mm -mm. no, (laughs) right? And so what I think about the control spectrum or the manipulation part of a situationship, then I'm, I get jaded in that, right? And I almost have a mindset thinking that that's ultimately what a man's going to want to do. And so um, I have a friend that I'm in love with and he's living, he's living what he considers his best life. Does it align up to what I want his best life to be? No, but it's not my life. Does it align up to what I saw for him and I when I did see a situation that could have prospered into something? No, it doesn't. It it could have, right? But it was a perception. And it was a perception that I cared way too much about because then... If I can't care about a perception or I, I see something and I can't unsee it, so I'm starts trying to force it or manipulate or control, right, the situation or the scenario and vice versa, you get that other person trying to control or, ref, you know, I want to say rebute, refute. But I don't think that's the right word. It might be. Look it up. I'll look it up myself after this segment. But I don't want to. Ultimately, what happens is the notion or the mentality that a man would have not wanting a relationship, not being um, committed or wanting to commit or only seeing a situation for what it can offer at that time, but not trying to see it through or not trying to see see if it's something that or not not seeing but not trying to incorporate building but with that person but just letting the time like I said like I'm not trying to do it someone let the time fill I can see how that can also in itself be controlling or trying to manipulate the situation so it's the same aspect Whether someone is trying to be in a situation with someone or someone's not trying to be in a situation with someone. If these people become come together and they share energy and they share things spiritually, sexually, intellectually, on any type of level, then at that point something it needs to something has to occur. Something will occur. Whether it's a, a breaking lesson or something something's going to occur with energies coming together and someone ultimately if it's not the the beings trying to control the situation then something is going to come about spiritually to con- to take over that to be in that situation that's kind of how i believe so it's either let God or you try to try to maneuver, manipulate or change or it's going to be another type of lesson. And, and no matter what. Right. So I realize if and I hope I wasn't speaking over you or as heads. I, I know it's um, if you're listening to this, if you listen to this, whatever time you're listening to this, it's probably, you know, for me, it's like in the mid hours and I could be, you know, 
almost anything could come out of my unfiltered, unadulterated mouth. And then, you know, on your aspect, it depends on when you're listening to it, if it's how it's going to affect you, what part of the day. But hopefully you understand what I'm saying. I'm not speaking in circles or talking over what you can uh, receive. I hope whoever's meant to receive it receives it truly and wholeheartedly. But it's just like, that's what I'm getting from the spectrums of dating or relationships and things like that. And and for me, I I know that I want to change my perspective on love and on sharing my energy and being with people. And I know... Honestly, as long as I'm, I honestly feel I'm in, um, on a journey and I'm working on my passion and I'm in love with someone and I release that person in love, even though I'm in love with them and I do see and desire that that's who I build with because that's who God said I would build with. Right. And it's not just because of what God said, it's because that's an energetic match for the level and the levels that I travel on and the, where I go and where I want to exceed. But ultimately, if that's not reality and I have to accept that because otherwise I will try to force or I will constantly remind that person who I am when I don't have to do that or I end up exerting myself in places that I don't have to the knowing operating accordingly and walking in and being the trendsetter the stream the trailblazer the the who I am meant to be is all I need to do and those that come along the way I'm Ray Charles to the bull (laughs) so it's kind of like And so now how long will this happen or how long will this be? That's the time frame I can't give. That's what I don't know. I don't know how long this mindset, how long I'm going to be on this, how long, because I am known to get jaded and to try or be on something else or do something else. So do I know No, I am along this journey and and I do know one, but one thing I know and two things are for sure are for sure because that rhymes, right? (laughs) Is I'm doing and moving and on the path that I'm supposed to be on. I am called and I am chosen and I am walking that walk. That's what I do know. Now, the people that come and go along the, this journey, I'm either seeing through or I'm helping in some way. And if it's temporary, it's temporary. If it's lifelong, it's lifelong. I know the lifelong is rare and it's rare at this for me to even see that a lifelong individual coming along my life at this late in life but it is possible (laughs) it is possible 
you know, uh, for things to, to transpire that I would never have thought of or someone to come along that matches my energy that takes, you know, that I don't look at as just a space filler or I, or I'm able to be my complete self and they're able to receive my, who I am and I'm able to receive who they are. And it's a consensus of reciprocation of like, we both want this. This is what we want. We, we made it clear and we're going to work on the things that God is meant for us to work on as well as together mentally, spiritually, like a true partnership. Like to me, that is phenomenal. And I want to be receptive and accepting of something like that. But there's things like when my students ask me, am I single? And I think about relationships and I'm like, oh, no, hell no. Right. I don't want that controlling, uh, non-trusting, disloyal type of I don't want that type of connection. And if I look at connections as or relationships as that, then that is what I'm going to uh, bring into fruition when ultimately deep down, that's not what I see. That's not what I want. So I need to have a. I need to release the past situation. So even being transparent and telling you. Release the past situations, release past notions, release the past feelings of your experiences, release your experiences, right? Yes, we have experiences, so we learn and grow, we know, right? And so that when we see something coming towards us because we're on a journey of self-healing and help and elevation, right? Because if you're listening to my podcast, you better be, right? And I'm not telling you you better be, but for your own good, you better be. <laughs> but if and I don't believe there's mistakes, so yeah, you better be. But if you're on that type of then you don't want you should start seeing those lessons and those cycles coming from a mile away like okay, I this is something I've been through done before, why is it revisiting? Okay, I need to face it. There's something different about this situation. There's something different. I have to go about this a little bit different or I have to go within and see why I'm being faced with this again or why this is coming my way or why this looks familiar or why I feel this way or why I'm thinking this way or why is this happening or who is this person? Where's their mindset? Why am, who am I attracting into my energetic sphere right now? What is this attraction about? Why is it here? Is it testing me in this arena? Or is it supposed to be here? You'll know those things. You can ask and it will be given to you. You (laughs) speak it and meditate on it and it will, the answers will come to you. And so a lot of times for me, I see the tests, I see the cycles, I see the repeats as well. And I also know with a jaded or negative connotation towards love, then I am not going to receive the love that I'm supposed to in a manner that I'm supposed to because in fruition, I'm only going to attract unto me the situations that my mind and past experiences that my mind won't let go of. So to fix it, I when... My students ask if I'm single or when I'm thinking about when I'm alone 
and I have a man reaching out to me or trying real hard to get my attention to instead of to roll my eyes like nigga, all you're going to do is want to have sex with me and then control me. <laughs> like, I don't want that. And so I but I can't also have that mentality. I can't have that mentality because ultimately what I truly desire is someone to to match my energy, match my intelligence or be above me so that I can have something to strive for, aim for, goal for. Right. And it's not that they belittle me. But what song came to mind is, you know, got me feeling like a little bitty girl. What you do to me? Yeah, period. If I if I can be that submissive young girl that that my inner child can come out and play. And then when it's time to get to business, I feel safe and secure and, and I, that I'm in a trusting and loving and safe, secure environment to to let my inner child out, but also to to be able to be feminine and also able to use my intelligence and my healing capability and my sexuality and my playful self and my like, come on. Yes. Match me on every energetic level. Or allow me that space with you. But I have yet to truly experience that in that capacity. If I have allowed someone where I feel, and that's where I'm at with that, where I have allowed someone to see all facets of me has only been a few. And a lot of times, if someone is able to see all those facets of me, if they're not ready to be that vulnerable in return, then um, they're running away. If they are able to be that vulnerable in return, we're walking down the married <laughs> the aisle, <laughs> and that's just as simple as that. That's how that's how that's gone, and vice versa for me. If I'm if I'm closed off. Then I'm not ready for that to, to be because I'm afraid, afraid of. And then what I what the fear of is, like I said, someone coming in because of experiences, my brain, someone coming in, I'm giving them all of those aspects of myself were sexually involved. And then they start trying to control the narrative. They then start trying to control who I am. Then they start trying to either not purposely, but divert their attention and put me in competitive situations that I have to feel like I have to protect myself or guard myself or fight, right? And that little girl is in that, that feminine entity shouldn't have to, should be protected, should be loved, should be treated sacredly. And like a rare gem, not one that to be tossed around or placed in the midst of many other gems for someone to pick up and play with when they want to, you know? So I don't know, but thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And please feel free. We have Youth Explosion coming up July 22nd. If you want to get involved, go ahead and reach out, thoughtsofblackgirl.com. You can also send anything, correspondence, checks, 
Money Orders, P.O. Box 21, Marion, Indiana, 46952. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for being here. And until next time, God bless you and peace be with you.